All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert Motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mindful of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Oh, hold on. We got to get fucking uh, YouTube up and running. Today, Uncle Bobby is taking another swipe at podcasting and YouTubing. So here we go. YouTube, you can see my ugly ass face. Let me move this fucking computer around because of reasons. Hold on, hold on. You guys know Uncle Bobby's a fucking professional. Okay, hold on. Here we go. YouTube, you're up in the three, the two, the one. YouTube now, you are up and running. I got to do it, gang. I got to do it because I saw it again over the weekend. Enoch Chomp. All right, gang, let's jump into the first one, shall we? Buddy, if you don't sit your monkey ass down, he's not going to sit down. Hold on. Gang, let's jump into the first one. And before we jump into the first one, I want to acknowledge I'm not coming at this blind. I totally get how this is this. Oh, yeah. Way to go, microphone. I totally understand how this is an emotional topic, or at least it can be. Definitely, at minimum, very, very sensitive. And and that is the topic of being a vegan. I get it. You haven't convinced me to give up meat, but I get it. And I get why it's emotional for you guys, or at least for some of you guys, right? Some of you guys, you sat there and you watch the slaughterhouse videos, right? You, you watch the documentaries. What's the big one that everyone uh, forks over knives, which, yes, I've seen the fuck faces, right? And he says, like, I, I, I can't get those images out of my head. So as a result, you're a vegan now. And I totally get it. And I totally respect your space. Right? That Jedi mind trick doesn't work on me, but if I, I get why it's emotional for you guys, right? It's also emotional for us over here on the omnivorous side. And you're like, well, Uncle Bobby, I don't seem to get it. How is it that it's emotional for you or sensitive topic for you? God damn, gang, my lips look red like a motherfucker. Did I put on lipstick? Shit. How is it hard for the omnivore when you're not the vegan? Okay. Like I've told you guys before, I don't wake up in the morning with it in my head that I'm going to see some fucked up ass shit on my Twitter timeline, right? Again, vegans, if you would like an audience with me, I strongly suggest that you present as much respect as you want in return, right? I tell people all the time, right? When they say, I have to do something. I was like, first and foremost, what you need to do is get that fucking bass out your voice. Secondly, I don't have to do anything but stay black and die. Everything else is a choice. But if there's something that you would like from me, may I strongly suggest you ask me fucking nicely. But it's emotional for the omnivores. It is not all, obviously, but some vegans like to get their point across by searching for the deepest, darkest shit they could possibly find on the fucking internet. And what I told y'all before was a true fucking story. That in order to get people to stop eating meat, some fucking vegan was circulating a video of a man butt-raping a goat. 
I'm about to say Christians. I'm so used to bashing those fuckers. Vegans on this level, I have no idea what it is you think you're going to accomplish by circulating that fucking video. That says infinitely more about your character than this fucking steak I'm about to eat in a couple of hours. Please go fuck yourself. But then there are the other videos of the, the slaughterhouse, right? No, no, Robert, we just want you to know where you're me. Shut the fuck up. If you're looking at me, do I look like I'm nine years old? I don't believe in Santa, the fucking Easter buddy. Do you think there are a lot of seven-year-olds running around with the salt and fucking pepper beard? Give me a break, right? I know exactly where meat comes from. Yeah, I'm taking a little bit longer on the omnivorous side because I'm a fucking omnivore, right? And even if meat eaters don't have the kind of connection that you want them to have, vegans, with where their meat comes from, that's their choice. It's not yours. Right. So, again, it, it can be emotional on both sides. And I totally acknowledge that. That lead in was, gang, I asked a question last night on Twitter. Now. And if you're not following me, what the fuck are you waiting for at RCRE40? Do the right thing. And if you do follow me. Have your homies and homets follow me. Come on, let's do the right thing. But last, if you know my tone on Twitter. I mean what I say. I asked this question last night. Honest question. Why name vegan food after meat items? Vegan steaks and vegan hot dogs. Vegan chicken. Meatless fish sandwich. Why name them after items you seem morally opposed to? Now, you know why I asked that honest question, gang? Because it's an honest fucking question. I actually want to know the answer. Right? Now, again... Not a victim's battle cry at all. Gang, I got, think, I'm at 120 some odd responses, right? Thank you for answering my questions. Quite literally, all but two, gang, were fucking, you guys answered it. There was no snark. Can I find Steven right off the bat? First, Jen, <laughs> because baked lump of cauliflower doesn't have a pill. That was actually funny. Thank you, Jen, for that one. But Steven Tiger, I told you guys about this fucker. I respect this shit out of Steven Tiger. And I told you, he was even nice enough to forward me some recipes over DM. And I tried them. And I told you guys, this shit was fucking delicious. But I can't eat meatless. I can't. Again, it just, it rips my stomach in two. It just does. But his response was, Vegans have different taste preferences. Some like the tastes of meat, but gave it up for moral slash ethical reasons. I dig it, Stephen. These products let them have what they like with no moral issues. Other vegans have no desire for fish, meat, dairy, eggs, and ignore those. Pro Best answer ever. Steve, I don't know if you'll ever see this, but honestly and truly, thank you so much. Right? And again, gang, the overwhelming, and I do mean the overwhelming uh, amount of these responses were either funny or honestly answering a very honest question. Uh, it's a description of the flavor. Vegan soy cylinder doesn't tell me what condiments I should buy to go with it like vegan hot dog does. Okay, yeah, the answer is brown mustard, by the way. 
Yeah, so again, so where's that fucking uh, the sentient animal who I have a good relationship with, but we obviously don't agree on the meat thing. Hold on, where is... Ah, fuck me. But okay, there was one response where I'm like, really, dude? Really? And I'm not going to give this person's handle out because that's not what this is about. Yeah, it's for the transitioners. Beginning a new diet is difficult. I dig all of that. But while I'm sitting here looking this shit up, which I should have done before the show, Robert, go fuck yourself. It's proof that atheists don't agree on everything. Because this person is a fellow atheist. Am I going to find it? If not, I'm just going to fucking freestyle it, gang. But I got a response. Be to be to be to be to be. That's what I get for having fucking uh, over a hundred responses. Secular output beyond burger. I've tried that shit. It's fucking disgusting. It'd be, I really want to find this fucking response. I don't fuck. Colossus had a good answer. I believe it's an inclusion thing. Like everyone is having burgers. Then if a vegan burger, I get that. And again, I even said Colossus, thank you so much. That was a great fucking answer. I didn't think about that. That's why I fucking asked the question, fuck faces. All right. Ah, here he is. All right. So this set of slap nuts. I'm not, again, I'm not going to fucking reel this asshole. Vegetarian and vegan substitutes are made so it can be easier to get over meat. Something you love is replaced by something that looks and maybe tastes like it, but isn't. If it was called something similar, then it'd be pretty weird. Okay. This shouldn't be hard to figure out. I told the fucker, look, it was an honest question. Well, it's not a good one. It's easy to answer if you just think about it for a second. Fuck nuts. I did. That's why I asked the fucking question. They aren't original. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm licking your balls. I said, actually, it is. Because he said, well, my question wasn't a good one. Again. I was like, well, actually, it is a good question. Naming food after items that vegans claim to be morally opposed to does not make sense to me. I'm opposed to the clan. Therefore, I won't name my child, as my voice just cracked, therefore, I won't name my child after the Grand Imperial Wizard of the fucking Ku Klux Klan. What does fucker say? Again, they are substitutes for meaty foods, not original foods. What do you propose we call vegan substitutes for chicken? Like, fucker, it's not my job to tell you what to fucking say. But then he went on and he literally called my question more than once a dumb question. Now, before I go on this rant, first I want to thank the uh, centennial, the sentient animal. Because the sentient, I don't know uh, the pronouns, but the sentient animal threw a punch for me. So I want to say thank you and address this fuckface. And I was like, you know, calling people's questions dumb. It's not a good way to increase people's numbers, right? I'm not saying that he's trying to recruit me to veganism or anything, but that was an honest question. Sentient animal knows my tone. And again, yeah, calling it stupid, which it wasn't. It's just not the way to go. Fuckface McGee. But where is it? But let's just fuck this. All right, so gang, here's my thing. Because I, I did ask this fucker one question. Because I, I told him, dude, that's just not the way to step. Right. I, I asked a question because I honestly wanted to know. Right. And instead of calling my question dumb, why don't you kick some knowledge? Right. 
And so I asked her, is it a moral reason as to why it is you don't eat meat? You know what this person said? Yeah, it's a moral reason. It's like, again, that just does not make sense to me. Again, podcasters, you can't see me. YouTubers, you can't. I'm black, bitches. I'm a black dude. I'm a motherfucking black dude. Middle-aged from the South. Again, this may come as a shock to some of you guys, so make sure you sit down. First, let's get some alcohol. The Ku Klux Klan and their work, I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. You may say that I'm morally opposed to the Ku Klux Klan. Maybe just a touch. Gang, I'm so morally opposed that you know what will never happen? I will never introduce my child. Oh, that, uh, come here. Come here, boy. Uh, this is my firstborn. Uh, this is David Duke Reed. Yeah, that's David Duke. Now get your monkey ass out the way. Come here. Here's my second son. Here's Nathan Bedford Forrest Reed. It just kind of rolls off the tongue. Gang, to me, that is no different. That is absolutely, positively no fucking different, right? Again, this fuck knuckle just said he is morally opposed with his badass attitude. He's morally opposed to eating meat. So again, I don't get it. Again, I respect people's space to be a vegan. Not, you know, you don't need my permission. I'm only looking to fucking give it to you. But it is to me. It's a little bit quirky. Again, it's, it's on to me the exact same plane as the vegans who ate animal cruelty so much that they search the deepest, darkest parts of the fucking internet to find the most visually shocking videos you could possibly find. I remember one, uh, it was a picture. And gang, and again, I don't wake up looking for this shit. So when I see him, I'm like, oh, damn it. It was a little town in Mexico. Uh, before I say this, before I say this, if this is going to hurt you, I totally understand. Uh, give me about 35 to 40 seconds. You may want to earmuff it for this, and I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Just look at the screen, and I'll start waving at you. And I'm serious. You can come back. Podcasters, if you need to step away for later about, the, let's say, the next 60 seconds, now's the time, because I'm about to get graphic. You guys ready? All right, 60 seconds starts right now. Okay, so gang, some fucking vegan posted a fucking picture of what looked to be a Labrador retriever or maybe a German shepherd. Gang, the look on that dog's face, I cannot fucking describe. Its back legs were barely working. It was fuck. Let's just say if I had a gun, it would have been the kindest thing to do. Gang, you want to know why that dog had that goddamn look on its face and its hind legs were all kinds of fucked up? You want to know why? The men in the town would consistently take turns raping the dog. I'm not joking. Some fucking vegan found that fucking image and fucking forwarded it to people to get people to stop eating meat. Vegans, what the fuck is wrong with you, you piece of shit? Now, if you're watching, I'm waving. Come on back. Come on back. The water's fine. The water's fine. Podcasters, I'm going to get a little sip here, and I'm going to give you a couple seconds so you can catch up. All right, that's 60 seconds on the nose if you're coming back. Thanks for coming back. 
Your Jedi mind tricks don't work on me, boy. So again, that's what I'm saying. It just seems contradictory in nature. To name food after what it is you claim to dislike the most. Now, I get it. And at the end of the day, me and vegans like this and the ones who, it's a difference. We're just never going to see in the middle. Now, to address what Colossus said, I 100% get it. I 100% get it. Gang exclusion is literally against our wiring. It actually is. So I get the whole, you know, I, I, I want to go to the barbecue, but I don't want to be left out. I totally fucking get that. I do. But gang, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never really had that switch in me. I just never really have. I've never pined for the approval of others, right? I want my mommy to like me, right? It's important that I make my daddy smile. The list doesn't go much further than that, gang. So I've never had this urge. And I think a lot of it, if not all of it, is I'm a middle-aged black dude from the fucking South. Again, every generation can say this about the one previous. So y'all bear with me. Today's black kids, go fuck yourself. You soft motherfucker. Okay, I had this body and these lips long before the songs, long before lowrider jeans and everything else, right? The squid had hips and ass long before bootylicious and all this other. You know the real fucked up thing is, gang? Black people have had these fucking features since the dawn of fucking time. And when it became popular, we still didn't get it, really get the fucking credit for it. Right, because didn't like J Lo's wasn't like she the first one, and now we're talking about the Kim Kardashians and shit like that. Even when it was fucking popular, we still didn't get credit for it. But my point is, I've always been the outcast. I always have been physically. I grew up being my lips by today's standards are small, right? But these things, I was called tuber, inner tube lips. I was terrorized. Because of the size of my lips. Gang, even if I got down to 220, I would still have an ass that looks like a fucking Thanksgiving Day turkey was stacked in the back of my fucking pants. It's just the way this shit works out. It's the way I'm built, right? Uh, I, I, I got to the point early in life when I realized everything about me is who it is I am. So I can't change it. So I never tried. Right, my personality, despite what you guys see here, I'm boring as shit. I really am. Not the least bit exciting. And if you're gonna date me, I just like paint the town red. I mean, if by that you mean sit on the fucking couch and Netflix it all day, yeah, we're gonna paint the town red. I'm not excited. Gang, one of my 14 billion nicknames growing up was boring. You're just boring. It's like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm not going to change anything. So my point is, I never really had the urge to fit in. Never. So if I don't, I don't. If I do, I do. But I don't need it. But I do understand. And again, this is not a crack. I do understand that some people, and probably the majority of people do. Being included is all important. And there are no knocks against it. So I totally get when Klaus has said, it's an inclusion thing, right? Yeah. And I do it and I make jokes about it. 
When people say I had a veggie hamburger last night, I was like, wrong, mister. You had a vegetable disc. That's what you had, right? But I totally get it. When you get invited to the cookout, you want to fit in. I get all of that. And I can acknowledge all that. But what again, I just have a really hard time wrapping my mind around is that people, especially though again, those with the moral opposition to consuming meat, naming the food that you say that you enjoy after food that you claim to be morally opposed to, to me, does not make any sense, right? Again, you guys think I'm bullshit. Apparently, everyone thinks I'm bullshit when I say I actually hate Brussels sprouts. I'm a little bit borderline morally opposed to Brussels sprouts. So much, in fact, that if I'm over at your house and you're cooking dinner and you're cooking Brussels sprouts, I'm going to hold my nose. I don't like it, but I can't tell you what to do in your house. You can put that shit on my plate, but I'm not going to fucking touch them. Right? And I'm so morally opposed, and this is true. No kitchen that I am paying for will ever have a fucking Brussels sprout for it. If I walk through these fucking doors and someone's nice enough to cook dinner for me, and I smell and I see a fucking Brussels sprout, I'm going to throw those fucking Brussels sprouts the fuck away. You want to know why? I actually hate everything about a fucking Brussels sprout. I hate the way those fuckers look. I hate the way the fuckers smell. I hate the way the fuckers exist. I just hate taste. I hate everything about fucking Brussels sprouts. Can you guys tell that I don't like Brussels sprouts? You probably think, hey, big guy, you're kind of going overboard. Because I can still say that. And you know what people will say? You haven't tried my Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Please go fuck yourself. But my point is, I don't go around naming shit that I do enjoy after stuff that I can't fucking stand, right? And again, in case you think that's just too stupid of an example, go back to the first one. I'm 100% morally opposed to the Ku Klux Klan. Therefore, I will never honor a Klansman by naming my kids after them. And if you think that's too far of a stretch, go fuck yourself, right? So to wrap this portion up, again, vegans, you don't need nor do you want my permission on this one. Knock yourself the fuck out. I'm still going to ask some fucking questions because, again, that just doesn't make sense to me. Right. I don't say this is a Brussels sprout burger because I don't like Brussels sprouts. I also don't like liver because you know that I especially after my own organs failed. I am morally opposed to eating organ meat. So I'm not going to say this is a kidney sandwich. Right. So, again, again, I'm not trying to change anybody. I just had to get that shit off my chest. But at the end of the day, I stand by what I stand by. And that is I just don't get it, vegans. I don't. You don't want to eat flesh. You know, I don't eat anything that had eyeballs in a mother and all this other stuff. It's like, OK, well, more for me. Hey, have you heard about my vegan hot dog? Right after your monkey ass tells me how bad the pigs were treated in the slaughterhouse. So, again, to me, it just does not make any sense. But you know what? At the end of the day, to each their motherfucking own gang, we're going to turn the page. And we're going to go to another topic. You know how we do it on this show. Hold on. You know a topic. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. 
Gang Will Smith, let's talk about it. Let's fucking talk about it. Now, let me start off by saying I don't watch the Oscars. Oscars, Emmys, Academies, Country Western Music Awards, the BET Awards. I have never liked subjective contests. This is nothing more to me. Homecoming King and Homecoming Queen for fucking adults. I did not care about that foolishness when I was 16, 17, 18 years old. I sure as fuck don't give it a fuck when I'm the age I'm at now. So I didn't even know. I didn't even know that the award shows was on last night. But I saw some shit on Twitter. But I was like, Ugh. then I got a text telling me what time it is. So I was like, all right, let's take a look. So in case you guys aren't aware, Will Smith slapped the taste out of uh, Chris Rock's mouth. Now, what happened was Chris Rock was doing what all those comedians do, right? Ricky Gervais does it. They've all done it. And you get up, and it's half comic routine, half roast. Okay. He's doing his song, and let me put some juice in this goddamn computer, gang. I just built hashtag a professional. So he's doing what comedians do, and he's roasting this person. He's making fun of that person. Then he gets to Jada Pinkett Smith. Takes a look at her, and he says, G.I. Jane, the sequel. Looking forward to it. Now, before we go into halftime, the reason why he said that, gang, Jada Pinkett is bald. Her head quite literally looks like mine. Not a stitch of hair on it. Now, there's a good place to go into halftime, gang. I don't want to rush a damn thing, and I actually do have to take a piss. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Now we back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And truth. I'm bliggity black, blacker than black, 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 bliggity black. What movie is that, gang? You guys remember that one? Uh, if you do, congratulations. You're fucking middle age. And now that I think about it, that's actually kind of a tie-in. Because, small hint, Chris Rock was in that movie. Let's get YouTube up and running. We got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you are black. Let's keep this train running. So we left off with Chris Rock making a joke ah, about Jada Pinkett Smith not having any hair. Now, I have to take off my socks because it's hot here in fucking Texas. <sighs> Gang, I don't even know. There's so much to talk about with this, and I'm hoping to do a show tonight with the squid because this is a little bit more layered than what people think it is. Now, 
I said on Twitter when I saw the video, that slap had a whole bunch of baggage behind it. Again, I love movies, but I just don't keep up with celebrity gossip that much. It doesn't interest me. Any gossip, this really doesn't interest me. But I do know that it wasn't too terribly long ago that I think Jada Pinkett, you know, she got quote unquote caught letting some young little rapper dude, you know, knock the bottom out of it. Then I think both Will and Jada had to come out and say, actually, this is an open relationship. So it's it's all good or something like that. Right. And then, of course, people went off on Will Smith. I do know that for a fact, even if I got those details wrong. Buddy, what the fuck are you doing? Where's the tip? There he is. He'll confine me. Put back on Dobby. And everyone started dogging Will Smith. You know, you're a simp. You know, what kind of man, quote unquote, allows his wife? Are you going to let some other nigga sit there and fucking split your wife's yams? What kind of bitch are you? So again, you can sit here and act tough all you want, gang. You can sit here and tell me how that wouldn't bother you. That's if one or two people said it. Maybe your next door neighbor. But when you have an entire fucking universe, it feels like, you know, calling you all kinds of, you know, bitch made, you, you're Mark and all. I can see how that could get to him, right? Let me say something about that shit, gang. Any relationship that I enter into, I am always honest. Be it just a fuck buddy. Bottom line, if I know I'm going to see somebody naked, I'm always honest. Because my past always comes up, right? You know, like, look, I'm not married to any one lifestyle. I'm not. Have I been monogamous? Absolutely. Have I been polyamorous? Well, absolutely. Have I been part of open relationships and throuples? Absolutely. Have I had threesomes? Absolutely. I'm not married to any of that, right? If monogamy is what works for this situation, consider us fucking monogamous. If we need to have a threesome to spice shit up, then let's have a discussion, right? If, you know, open relationships, You see what I'm saying, gang? My point is people beef because they have a habit of imposing their morality into a situation where they're not involved. And so sitting there ragging Will Smith, saying that he's bitch made and all this stuff for letting his wife fuck some other dude, maybe he likes it. I think that's called compersion. When you actually get derived sexual pleasure, knowing that someone else made your partner happy in bed, that does not speak negatively on your character at all. It's just, it's who you are. So fucking embrace it. So I just had to throw that in there for the people who sit there. It's like, I can, again, I don't know Will Smith, but again, that slap to me had more behind it than just the quote unquote joke. Now, let's talk about the joke, gang. I said it once and I've said it a million times. A joke is only as funny as the laughter it receives. I've already heard this. I'm sure you guys have. I've already heard what I call the bullshit that, you know, Will Smith is a snowflake. And it was just a joke. Apparently it wasn't. Now, that's kind of, again, I'm going to be all over the place on this one. Chris Rock told the joke. And yeah, initially, Will Smith laughed. Go back and look at the game tape, gang. Go review it. Jada Smith, she was hurt the moment 
the last syllable left his mouth. You saw the hurt on her face. Okay, it's not because she's bold. Again, I didn't know all that. I saw this this morning. Jada Pinkett Smith is dealing with an autoimmune disorder. Part of that autoimmune disorder is that she's losing her hair. So again, she shaved that shit off all the way. She looks like me, right? I don't know if you guys are aware of this concept, but it's called changing your mind. Will Smith laughed in the beginning. Then I'm quite sure he saw the look of pain on his wife's face and he changed. And he walked up there and he regulated. Again, I believe there's more to it than just that, right? But again, like I said, your jokes are only as funny, gang, as the laughter they fucking receive. And I'm aware. I'm very, I'm acknowledging all the sighs that as they come up in my head. I am aware that this is comedy 101. They they push, they push the envelope. And you'll never guess what, gang. Sometimes the envelope pushes back. This is not a singular event, gang. Look that shit up. Comedians have been getting the shit kicked out of them since the opening of fucking comedy clubs. Sometimes you take what you think is a joke way too far. Do you guys know who to this day holds the Major League Baseball record for the most amount of strikeouts in a career? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth is considered one of the greatest home run hitters the game has ever seen. He's also the strikeout king which means he has taken more chances and he has swung at more meat coming across that plate than any batter in the history of the game. He took a lot of chances. So as a result, we call him one of the greatest ever. That's exactly how I see comedians. Chris Rock has never not made me fucking laugh. He's fucking hilarious because he pushes. It's like all comedians. They push. But sometimes you push too far. Jada has a disease game. And Will Smith reacted. It's kind of like Christians. In, in, this, uh, in this context. Right? Or at least Christian apologists. I've said before. I don't talk to Christians about the topic of rape and shit like that. Gang, if it takes you 15 minutes to debate the morality of rape, it's because of one or two reasons. You're a fucking rapist or you're a Christian apologist. Either way, that's really bad company. So I don't have that talk with them. And I remember saying this a couple seasons ago. But it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Right? But I mean, you're an atheist. I mean, you're, you're so what? So what? So what? I mean, so your sister, she gets raped right in front of you. Then the guy takes out a shotgun and blows her face off right there in front of you. Then when her corpse is just sitting there bleeding out, he sits there and pulls down his pants and takes a massive shit all over her corpse. So what if there's no God? What do you care? What do you care? You're just an atheist. What if the person you're talking to, their sister was actually raped or murdered in a brutal fashion? Stop fucking doing that. You're using something fucked up to prove your point, which in and of itself is fucked up. Chris Rock poked at Jada's disease 
And there was at least one person in that audience that didn't find the least bit fucking funny, and that was Jada. Will Smith laughed, and he turned and saw his wife's face, racked with pain. And like I said, apparently it's a new concept for some people, but he changed his mind. He realized apparently very quickly that this is not funny. Right? Now, before I get into kind of the history behind this shit, gang, I told you, my life's gotten turned the fuck upside down. Some way, somehow, I found I'm a fucking Paul. How the fuck did that happen? And I would much rather be a Paul. But if you push it, Paul is going to transmogrify into Papa Bear. See those little girls? They're worth my life. The question is, are they worth yours? And as I'm knocking on wood, let's say one of them comes up with like childhood leukemia or some shit like that. And you come and you crack a joke about childhood leukemia. Then when I beat the shit out of you, everyone else is going to say, what, you're a snowflake? You couldn't take a joke? It's not funny. It's just not fucking funny. Again, again, I'm all over the place on this one. I have never once signed up for the one-legged foot race to the top of Tolerance Mountain. I've never, I, 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 no. Yeah, I, I can be offended. Yeah, my feelings can be hurt. And yes, I'm going to react to fucking accordingly whether you like it or not. This whole thing that he's a comedian, that's what they do. What are you, fucking snowflake? You can call me whatever the fuck you want. But when you poke at a disease that my loved one has, no, I don't have to tolerate it. Oh, well, Robert, what about his First Amendment? He got his First Amendment, just like Will had his. Right? Give me, shut the fuck up. Your First Amendment does not protect you from fucking consequences. And we'll get about the physical shit here in a little bit. But again, just one more thing before we keep going, gang. I'm no expert, not a doctor, but I know way more about stomach cancer and dementia right now than I ever thought I would know in my entire fucking life, right? Do you guys know that stomach cancer is almost always, I just spelled hashtag unprofessional. Are you guys aware that stomach cancer is almost always leaked? I just did it again, hashtag I'm professional. It's lethal. You want to know why? Apparently, it's a very difficult cancer to detect. You don't even know what the print you're looking for. So by the time they find it, it's, it's lethal. When they say all we can do at this stage is to keep you comfortable, they're lying. It's going to hurt. And I've often said, you cannot die with dignity. You can only live with it. Stomach cancer strips you of your dignity. It just does. I also know what dementia looks like. It's fucked up. My point is, five, ten years ago, if you would have made a joke about those two diseases, I would have been like, I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh at that, but what? If you said that to me right now, I cannot promise that I'm not going to fucking rip your fucking throat out and make you eat it when I'm done with you. I can't promise that I won't do that. I'm not a snowflake. You pushed it, and it just so happens that I pushed the fuck back. Let me get into why it is, gang. I think that this is a little bit more layered than what people are willing to give it credit for. Gang, 
Again, we just had to have a law passed to say that black people are allowed to have a physical manifestation of our culture, our fucking hair. We literally just had to have a law in 2022 to state that a black person's hair is fucking legal. Please go fuck yourselves. Gang, I grew up at a time when you would have been shown more leniency and forgiveness if you walked up and called a black girl a fucking nigger. You know what the worst thing you could have said to a black girl back then? You're chicken-headed. You, if you're my age, down here from the South, you guys remember Willie D, his first solo album? What was the one song that we all laughed at? Bald-headed hoes. Y'all remember? Bald-headed hoes. What you see, D? What, 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 what you see, D? I see some bald-headed hoes. Shut the fuck up. I look back and that song was fucking terrible. Right? Because, gang, it wasn't just, because, again, the, long story short, the chemicals that were made for us in the 60s, 70s, and 80s for our hair was toxic on a great day, right? That perm so that we can have straight white hair. Let's say you had put it in at 9 o'clock. The direction said at 9.30 and not a second before and not a second after. That perm's got to come out. Now, if you took it out at 9.29, gang, Half your hair would be kind of slightly straight. The other would just be this real fucked up looking afro. If, if you took it out at 931, you burned your scalp and your hair would just fall out in fucking clumps. This is what we did back when I was a kid so that you can have the white standard. Those chemicals ruined Generation X, especially black women's hair. I didn't have that pressure. I didn't have to have straight hair, but black women did. And it damaged their hair. Right? Can you dig it? Chickenhead just didn't speak to your inability to grow hair. It was an insult on your attitude because stereotypically, the black girls with the short hair were also the meanest. But gang, I put that in the same category as this whole transgender debate bullshit that, well, their suicide rate is just as high pre and post transition. Therefore, they're just fucked up. No, I told you. Whatever you were signed with at birth is exact. You, you, they hated you then, but you transitioned to now what it is that matches what you feel on the inside. But you're still in the same town, right? Of course, you're going to have a bad self view of yourself. You, didn't, you couldn't change your geography. You spent every dime you had on your mental health, getting a physical transition. Same thing here. You just don't have short hair, then all of a sudden... You're a bitch. That's not how it works. You're constantly being compared, at least if you're my age, to like Heather Locklear, Cindy Crawford, all these things that are just completely unrealistic. Then you try to go and get that look. You fuck your scalp up, and now everyone's making fun of you. And you wonder why those black girls are so fucking mean. Please go fuck yourself. But gang, a black woman's hair, again, for my generation, that is your that is your royalty, be it long, short, afro, all natural, all that stuff. Gang, the fucked up thing is Chris Rock knows this. And I know, I know, he's a comedian. He pushed, well, his joke pushed back. He made that documentary entitled Good Hair. You guys remember that one? And it was... 
life-changing. If you did not know about black people's travel with their hair and you watched that, I guarantee your jaw was on the ground. If you were black and you're old enough to remember the good old days, your jaw was still on the ground. It was a phenomenal document. You guys remember, wasn't it like a can of Coke that he placed in a, in a bowl that had like perm in it? You guys remember that? It ate through the fucking can, Jack. Chris Rock acknowledged how fucked up the black woman's uh, travels are with her hair in this country, and he still made a joke, gang. Now, some of the shit that I've heard, and I've said this, I said this at work, because again, people are just looking at the slap. And I said, it's like, to me, this is no different than those videos that I used to tweet out or retweet when I first got on Twitter. And it's this black dude just sitting here with some white dude, 10 inches his junior, right? Pretty much talking shit to his chest because he can't reach his face. You fucking nigger. You're a nigger, you fucking nigger. Oh, if I was as tall as you, you fucking nigger. You're a nigger. Okay, again, he just didn't feel like being that dude's nigger that day, so he beat the shit out of him. When I retweeted it, when I showed that shit at work, it's like, are you serious? What was the response? Shouldn't have hit him. Like, is that what you saw? Well, Robert, I mean, it's just the word. It's like, shut the fuck up. Okay, to me, this is no different. Yeah, I know, I know. Will Smith, you know what? Will Smith knows it, right? But for the people who sit there and your first thing is, well, I would sue you. Like, then sue away. You don't think I don't know that? I'm a fucking grown-ass man, right? I've weighed my consequences up against my actions and I think beating the shit out of you is fucking worth the chance of going to fucking jail. Like I said, I'd much rather be Popo, but if you want to see Papa Bear, you know what to do. I don't recommend it, fuck nuts. Same thing here. Chris Rock having daughters. Chris Rock making that fucking documentary. Everything about what he did stepped over a line. I'm not advocating violence. I'm not. But what I am saying is, you got to be fucking kidding me. This wasn't a joke. Everyone in that audience laughed except Jada Pinkett. Like I said, gang, your jokes are only as funny as the laughter they receive. There was one, is it called alopecia, I think? Apparently there was one person in that audience dealing with alopecia. And it was Jada. That was a joke about alopecia. You'll never guess what. She didn't find the least bit fucking funny. So shut the fuck up. And let's see if I can get to some of these reactions. Some of the shit that I've heard. That Chris Rock was assaulted over a joke. Stop. Because again, this is another one of those moments where your words matter. This wasn't. Knock, knock, who's there? Oh, oh you got offended. Bro, bro, bro. Why'd you hit me? That what Again, he made a joke about her autoimmune disease. Apparently, someone didn't find it funny. Yes, I'm aware. This is what comedians do. They push, they push, they push, they push, they push. And it's okay, right up until the push E becomes the push er. It wasn't fucking funny, apparently, 
to Will and Jada Smith. The other one was, what if it was Amy Schumer? What if it was Amy Schumer that made the alopecia joke? What if Will Smith went up there and it, stop it. These what ifs to me are nothing more than distractionary things. Because it turned out, it wasn't fucking Amy Schumer faces. It was Chris Rock, right? What if it was Amy Schumer? What Someone even said, what if Putin said it? It's like, I don't know. What if fucking Bill Nye actually jerks off with his left hand instead of his right? You can sit here and what if this thing into oblivion. It doesn't change the fact that it was not Amy Schumer. It was actually Chris Rock, right? And the one that just really got me was, well, he could have killed him. Again, but he did it. I see that when I would retweet the fight videos. He could have killed him, but he did it. You saw the other guy walk away. I could die the next time I get in my car. Trust me, I know. You can see here what if until the fucking cows come home. It doesn't change the reality that Chris Rock cracked a joke that he probably shouldn't have said. And the last one, again, it's all, well, if he would have done that to me, I would have sued him. So, lawyer up, fuckface. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're not Chris Rock. Is Chris Rock going to sue him? Press charges? Then shut the fuck up. Right? <laughs> oh, he could go to jail. Will Smith is my age. I'm sure he already knows that. Thanks a lot there, Matt Bach. We, we, we weren't aware. Right? So again, to wrap this whole portion up, gang, again, I'm just not a fan. Right? Poking a stick at someone's weak spot Again, the entire audience laughed, but apparently Will and Jada Smith did not. All right, gang. Uncle Bobby is giving you two motherfucking problems. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you two motherfucking solutions. Vegan, shut the fuck up. I think that was, I know that was a legit question. Naming your food after things that you say that you are morally opposed to, to me, does not make any sense. But yo, you do you. Knock yourself the fuck out. Again, I just, I would not name, if I am morally opposed to blank, then I am so morally opposed to it, fuck it. I told you, I'm not going to name my kid, you know, fucking Nathan Ford Bedford Reed. I am morally opposed to the Ku Klux Klan, therefore I'm not going to honor them. You say you think eating meat is immoral, but yet all your dishes, your big servers, right, they're named after what it is I eat. But I'm the omnivore and you are not. So again, you don't need my permission, Robert Reed. Shut the fuck up. But I am going to tell you guys. It's just as again, I understand the inclusion. I I hear all of that and I'm absorbing all of that. At the end of the day, it just doesn't make any sense. If you're morally opposed to steak, then why call what's on your plate a steak? Gang, next one up, but lastly not leastly, Chris Rock, shut the fuck up. I'm not necessarily pro Will Smith slapping somebody. I am pro the reaction. And for the people who are jumping on Will Smith, again, fine. Maybe you have that luxury. I currently do not. I am an exposed nerve right now. My emotional state sucks. And it's going to suck for quite some fucking time. I have to readjust everything I know about how to live my life. Suffered a loss. If you make fun of that, 
I'm going to hurt you. And yes, I'm very well aware there could be negative consequences for me. But knowing in advance that you were put, it's like my happy birthday shit, right? Oh, Robert, we found out. And I know you hate your birthday, but I mean, what, what do you want? Don't do a fucking thing. No, really. I, I know that you say you hate it, but I'm going to do it anyway. So, I mean, you want a cake? You want a stripper? I just fucking told you. Don't fucking do it. Okay, I totally get that you don't want us to do anything, but I'm doing all the things. Then again, what happened? Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! And then I dog cuss people the fuck out. And everyone turns around and says, Robert Reed is an asshole. I don't know who said it was okay to make fun of someone's uh, autoimmune disorder, but that's the exact same fucking reaction. And yes, Will Smith laughed in the beginning, but he took in new information and he changed. Again, I still think, not knowing Will Smith, that there was more behind it than just that one quote-unquote joke. But that's fucking irrelevant. Chris Rock, as a black man, in my opinion, you should have known better. You have daughters. You should know better. You know, Unless, you're mar- unless your kids are with a white woman and they got that quote-unquote good hair, you know the documentary that you made. You know the struggles, but you made the joke anyway. And yes, for the one billionth time, I totally understand that comedians have been pushing the envelope since the beginning of comedy. And there are times that they go for it and they kill it. There's sometimes they go for it and they bomb. Right Again, I'm not an expert, but I know what dementia is capable of. And if you make a dementia joke to me, I may beat the fuck out of you to where there's nothing left but a pile of dust that used to be you. And you can sit here and tell me how it is. I can't take a joke and everything else, but you're going to say that through jaws that have to be wired shut. Oh, yeah, I ain't jaw. Same thing here. A black woman's hair is fucking sacred, just in case you guys don't know that. And even if it wasn't just about her hair, we're still talking about Jada Pinkett Smith having a disease. And Chris Rock poked at it, whether he realized it or not. So he got slapped. Like I said, gang, I am not necessarily pro-violence on this one, but I am pro-Will Smith, and I am pro the emotional reaction. Don't poke at people's soft spots, and you are more than likely going to get a fucking positive reaction. Poke at someone's disease, poke at someone's loss, poke at someone's appearance, especially one that has such a historical foundation, like black people, especially black women. Don't poke at those things. Again, even if it's your job as a comedian, you can go for it, but sometimes that it turns around and goes for you. I don't feel sorry for Chris Rock. I don't. He'll walk it off. He'll be okay. Don't poke at people's soft spots, gang. More than likely, you won't get your ass slapped on national TV. All right, gang. The big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.
truth.